0: Hey friends, you are listening to the Be Well United podcast, your favorite resource for everything wellness. I want to ask you guys a question. Have you ever tried to start a transformation, uh, like lose weight and keep it keep off the weight or gain muscle and keep it on or break a bad habit or create a new good habit maybe start a business something that is long term and you're really gung ho about it you're really trying at the beginning but somehow somewhere along the lines you start to burn out or you find yourself reverting back to that bad habit or uh you know so just something falls through the cracks and some may call it failure but you know in a softer way of putting it it's just something that you weren't able to stick with does that sound like something familiar well you are not alone everyone goes through that multiple times uh, and if you're a serial entrepreneur like myself it is something that happens often but don't fret, that only makes you stronger. But for those who want to have uh long term change, this podcast is for you because today we're gonna to be talking about the true steps to transformation. These steps have um I've identified when I was a personal trainer uh back in the day. I was a um personal trainer back at Bally Total Fitness. And then from there, I went on to work at a physical therapy office. And after that, I've had so many other instances in my life or employment where I've had to help people not only transform but maintain. And I can tell you, uh, there's a lot of, more more so than ever, or more so than not, people would revert back. Now, while that's great for the coaches helping, because that means job security, there's always going to be work. It's not the best for you. So I want to help share the steps of transformation and how you can apply it to your life. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull the material that I share straight from the Financially Fit Boot Camp program. It's a 30-day program that I have to help transform people's personal finances, It's to help build a foundation, change mindset, uh, do some drastic moves to create change and then enable them to continue on. So these steps of transformation, I picked up with physical transformation when I was a personal trainer, from nutritional and diet transformation, from emotional and mental transformation, even career. So these steps can be applied. They've been tested and tried, and they are true people. These could be applied to anything that you're trying to transform in your life. And as I go through these eight steps, I will give you some personal examples. Uh, so I'm opening up to you. I'm sharing my story. Uh, there's definitely no shame or judgment, in. and I hope that you can relate to these in some form or fashion. Uh, so that you can soak in the material, realize you're not alone, and realize that transformation really is achievable if you stick to these eight steps. So, ready? Ready to transform? Let's do this. The first step in the eight-step transformation process is awareness. Awareness of your goal, your challenge, or your obstacle that you want to overcome, And even deeper than that, your self-awareness of how did that challenge or obstacle develop or evolve in the first place? Or what is behind that goal? What's driving you to have it in the first place? Awareness can be the most difficult step of this entire transformation. It's recognizing that you either have a problem or you want something to change. That can be very difficult to admit. But once you get past that first hurdle, you get much closer to actually seeing results. I'll give you a personal example. So, back in 2011, my doctor told me that I was pre diabetic. According to my blood results uh, from a regular checkup that I had, the numbers indicated that I was on the path to being a diabetic. Mind you, I was completely shocked because I felt that I was relatively a healthy person. I looked skinny. And for me, my ignorance, I associated skinny or overweight with diabetes, which is not the case. So uh, for for me, this was a complete shock. There's a number of reasons why I could be on the path to diabetes. It could be uh, genetic and or my health habits, which it was the latter. So because... I was in such shock that it could, that I was on this path. It really did motivate me to want to change things. And the doctor, not that she was a bad doctor, but she really didn't provide much guidance on what to do. So I had to Google a lot of things myself. And what the information I was able to find told me about um, diet and exercise, not smoking, less stress, those, those type of elements, basically all the elements you need to be healthy. So for me, this, this was an indicator that I was actually, even though I was taking steps to stay thin, I was not actually taking steps to stay healthy. So one, this was awareness, understanding where this came from or where this, uh, my misunderstanding of my health issue was it, It's not enough to stay thin. You know, I really needed to change some things, change my understanding, my beliefs, and especially behaviors and actions to be able to really make this transformation happen. I did not want to have diabetes, uh, you know, moving forward or in my future. So the awareness wasn't exactly knowing that I had the prop uh, diabetes or pre. I was pre diabetic. The awareness came from understanding my ignorance and misbeliefs and mis- of the problem. So number one is awareness. This example was pretty easy. Some examples such as an addiction, some toxic behaviors, codependent like such as codependency or uh, m- mental illness, those could be a lot harder to accept when it comes to this awareness stage. And for some, it might be really easy. It really depends on a lot of other factors. So when you, this stage could ultimately be one of the hardest stages that you're gonna have to go through is awareness slash acceptance. And it's not just accepting like, oh, I have this. It's accepting that, okay, I have this. Where did it come from? How did I get here? How did I get here is a huge question to or important question to ask, and it can really strike up a lot of emotions and feelings that are on the negative side. Don't let you don't let yourself stay in the the sulking of how did I get here? Why do I why did I get this? Do I deserve this? Because that's not gonna help you. You have every right. To be sad or angry, upset, shocked, scared, but at the end of the day, that's not going to help you with the transformation. So the next step would be uh, acknowledge. So let's say we're going back to my example of having um, me being pre-diabetic. So I'm now aware, and I understand that I had misbeliefs. Acknowledge step includes accepting responsibility and recognizing challenges and goals, So, after I recognized that I had this problem and the misunderstanding, my next step was accepting that, okay, the fact that I have control over this, which is my diet and exercise and stress factors, I'm accepting responsibility that I'm going to change my Trajectory, my health trajection, as much as possible. If I can control it, then I'm going to make it better. And in that, I recognized the challenges that I'd have. My job at the time was very sedimentary in that I was sitting in a chair for 10 hours a day and then in a car for one to two hours a day and then going home and sitting on the couch for several hours, drinking heavy food and, or eating heavy food and drinking Lots of wine. Now, I'm not saying you have to give up the vino. Definitely, you know, don't start a riot. But what I'm saying is that you have to recognize all the things that got you to this point and knowing that if you have a goal, some of the things are going to have to change drastically or, you know, even just a little bit. So, awareness step number one, acknowledge step number two. Number three is accountability. So with accountability, it's very important. Some people are very self-disciplined. They can set a goal, they can set up a plan, and they can stick to it, and they don't really need coercing or motivation. Not everyone's like that, and I am not like that either. So with my accountability, I needed some to make someone aware of the goal that I was trying to accomplish and to let them know why it was so important. And for me, it's it's health reasons. So in giving this person, I gave this person not only the knowledge of what my goal was, but I gave them, not power, but I, I gave them a responsibility themselves to check in on me and hold me accountable. So when it comes to, for me if I set up a health plan, which included changing my diet and exercising, I had someone text me, did you work out? How long was it? Send me pictures of your food. Those things. It doesn't have to be that extreme. And here, the, the, the knowing yourself or self-awareness comes into play. Because if you know you're going to sneak and eat You'll eat a healthy lunch, but you'll sneak in some Oreos in between or Doritos or donuts at the office or, uh, you know, your neighbor your mother comes by and brings something heavy uh, that's not part of your diet, you, if you know that you're going to cave in, then you really need to go the extra step and be extreme about, okay, I'm going to write down, I'm going to keep a journal, uh, I'm going to send the photos and have this person check in on me. So that's what I mean by accountability. You also need to have some sort of consequences if you don't follow through with your, uh, you know, if you fall off the wagon of whatever your goal is. And that's going to be different for each situation. So with me, with health is easy because, uh, you know, if I don't do food or exercise, maybe I didn't get a certain something. Uh, what you could do in this example is I'm gonna give my friend a hundred dollars to hold on to, and if I fall off, then she gets to keep it and I don't get it back. That could be something. Whatever, um, you, maybe you don't get brunch at the, uh, on Sunday. You know, whatever your your goal is, it needs to be. Uh, you, The the consequences for not following through need to be enough to motivate you to keep on going. Sometimes just the sheer um, uh, anxiety of stressing someone out might, or, you know, or disappointing someone, it might be enough fuel for you. The objective is not to cause you more stress. So do pick something that will not cause you to hurt yourself more, but to keep you on track. So step number one, awareness. Number, number two, acknowledge. Three, accountability. And a four is Evaluate. So evaluate comes in different forms, again, according to what your goal is or what your problem and goal is. So let's say I, uh, again, with that pre-diabetic, I want to evaluate how I, uh, not to how I got here, but what's, what's going on with my body. So certain my blood, my sugar level was at a certain uh, place. And a healthy level is, I forgot the numbers guys, but let's just say a healthy number is 50. (laughs) If you're a nurse or medical, you're probably laughing, but let's just say it's 50. I'm at a 30 and I need to get it to a 50, um, or vice versa. So it's at a 50 and I need to get it to a 30. There we go. We need to bring it down. That's part, and that needs to be part of my, uh, evaluation factor of checking in to see if it's going down to the healthier levels, uh, uh, same thing with iron and protein, all those different things. So that's pretty easy to figure out okay, what are the short term goals and what are according to my numbers and then long term. So if I'm trying to drastically get my numbers down and I want to do it as soon as possible, that's great. But what about the long term? I might not be, if I create a program to help me get my numbers right. And it's very difficult and challenging to the point where I don't want it to be consistently part of my life. I am not going to stick to that. And that's how we fall off the wagon in terms of our transformation goals. So I want to either have a program or um, a path or a plan that's going to allow me to meet my goals that came up in the evaluation And something that I can stick to. So during the evaluation, you want to look at, uh, in this case, the health was the numbers track and tell myself, how am I going to keep this? Once I get there, how am I going to keep it consistent? So that brings us to the next goal, which is goal setting. So number five is goal setting. There, if you've heard of, if you worked in like corporate or any type of office situation, you probably heard SMART goals or the term SMART goals. It's an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, Time-bound. I'm going to change that just a little bit and add a Y at the end. So instead of SMART, it's SMARTY goals and the Y stands for why. <laughs> why are you doing this? So let's let's go and start with the S uh, specific, specific goals. I want to get my blood level sugar level to thirty. I'm at fifty. Measurable. That's very easy to measure. In some of the situations, let's say you're trying to uh, you're focusing on codependency, that's going to be a little bit more difficult to measure in numbers. So you have to find something that's relevant to what it is you're trying to transform. If it's not, there needs to be some sort of way to measure it in order for this goal setting to be effective. I know it sounds, um, to some of you, it might sound a little bit kooky, like, well, I can reach a goal without having to do this. Yes, but there's been much, 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 much research. There's a reason why SMART goals are always used in the office setting. And it's because it measuring helps it you keep yourself accountable. So if you're trying to lose pounds, you're going to have uh, a, something to measure by. Plus, you're going to have to know uh, if you're working with a, a coach or personal trainer, they're going to set up how many workouts you need to do, how many macro and micro nutrients you need to be intaking. So you're going to have things to measure with. Find some way to measure your progress and give that to the person uh, who's going to help you out with your accountability. So achievable uh, is the A. So we has specific S, M measurable, A achievable. The achievable means we need to be realistic. We don't we we do want to shoot for the stars and of course and we want to dream big but let's break this down into something that's achievable first. You don't want to get overwhelmed especially if you're trying to have true transformation, not just a short ter- short-term impact. You want to make it so that it's it's actually you can reach that goal. You always want to set goals that are achievable so that you continue to feel empowered, and you could always progress and have bigger goals. The next letter is R, relevant. So you, it, you want it to be relevant to your, uh, you want the goal to be relevant to your overall uh, obstacle or, or the challenge that you're trying to achieve or overcome. Time bound is the T. So you want to give yourself an end date. For my pre-diabetic transformation. I really didn't know how long it would take, but I gave myself six months. And that directly correlated with the achievable. I, if I... I, I, I really didn't know a lot about medical. I, I didn't know how that would help me out. I probably could have done more research and taught, worked with a nutritionist. I did this on my own. So I gave myself six months so that I wouldn't push myself too hard. And also I didn't put a lot of pressure on myself and stress to uh, like if it was three months and I wasn't able to make my goal, then I, I didn't even know if I could actually change it, to be honest. I wasn't sure if it was genetic. I, I really didn't want to pay all this money to go and have family members talk about, you know, look into the history and, and, and measure, you know, do more tests. So I went based off the knowledge that I had, and I gave myself six months. The last and most important, the most important part of goal setting is knowing your why. Why? That is with anything in life, especially when it comes to personal, especially when it comes to really difficult goals, you have to have a why, and it should be a strong why, a reason. So if I want to, looking at my pre-diabetic, wanted to do that because I personally, health is everything to me. I really wanted to do that. But let's say I was a mother. That would be a different why for that person or for me. I would want to be healthy because I want to be around for my kids. I want to be able to do things with my kids. I don't want my kids to have to deal with me being a diabetic. And, you know, I want it to be around. Diabetes is a very serious thing. I just had an aunt who they had to remove several toes and then finally removed her leg just because you know, all these things were happening with her body. I have another aunt who has diabetes and she's losing her eyesight. It's serious. And they're not, you know, they're relatively young still. So diabetes is no joke. Uh, And going back to just in general, when you want to transform, you just want to make sure that your why is strong because when things become tough, that's what you're going to have to turn to and remember that so you can keep on going. If you're starting a business, if you are changing careers, if you're going back to school, it, it is going to be, there's going to be struggle. And wise always help you to push through that when times get tough. So moving on to the next step is to plan you want to, now that you have your goal and your SMARTY goals, you want to be able to derive something, um, direction and a step-by-step process that's going to help you achieve those goals. Going back to accountability step, w- the person that you ask to help, they could be a friend, but depending on what you are trying to accomplish, you might need a rope in an expert or a coach. And that coach or expert, uh, or when I say expert or professional, I mean like a therapist, a doctor, nutritionist, um, a coach could be a personal, uh, a a business coach, life coach, uh, a teacher, professor, you know, someone who has experience in knowing what you're trying to achieve, someone who can understand why you're trying to achieve it, and then someone you have some trust in that they're going to... that they're going to help guide you properly and also be there for you when things get rough. So you want to have a customized plan. Sometimes, like with the Financially Fit boot camp, there is general plans. Uh, like a high level is develop a budget, know your income and expenses, plan for the future. But really, when you drill down, there everybody is unique so there needs to be some customization so you can try on your own to find a generic plan but when it comes to some elements i mean it comes to some transformation goals when it comes when when there's a a factor of your a, your unique individuality or your unique body composition you're going to have to reach into an expert if you really want to see true results or you don't want to hurt yourself either. So if I'm trying to be a bodybuilder, I'm definitely going to look for a bodybuilding coach to help guide me. One for form, I don't want to hurt myself. There might be a meal plan that I need to follow. There's pros and cons. I, there's something that I, I, you know, I don't want to waste my time. I hate wasting time. So if someone can get me there faster... By doing it correctly the first time uh, or someone to provide some motivation who's been there, done that, that's when you want to, that's who you want to look for when you're looking for someone to help you with that accountability and helping you customize that plan. The second to last step is the executing that plan. And lastly is weigh in. So just like when you're doing personal training, uh, or if you're, let's say you have a a weight loss goal, or if you want to go back to my pre-diabetic, I have to constantly check in. So when I say weigh in, I don't mean like stepping on a scale. I, I call it weigh in because the, these are the same transformation steps I would use for personal training transformation. So you want to check in, track your progress Modify and reconfigure if necessary. So, if I'm trying to do, if I'm trying to lower my blood sugar and I'm changing my food, I'm doing all these hardcore things and it's really causing havoc on my body, I'm low energy, I, I'm getting dizzy all the time, I'm not sleeping well, then I need to change my plan and, and modify. Just like if you were uh, following, you're in a, a workout or exercise class and they're telling you to, to do a push up. And you're not able to do it; it's a real struggle. Instead of hurting yourself, they're going to tell you to do a modified version. You know, put your knees, uh, rest them on the ground, and lay uh, the back of your 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 um, legs down flat, and then just focus on doing the push-ups, k- kind of a, um, a half weight push-up. That's called a modification, and there's nothing wrong with that. The way the reason they do that is so that you don't hurt yourself, and so that you can work your way up to doing something that's a little bit uh, more intense or uh, requires more. So the last step is you want to check your progress constantly. And this especially, once you've reached your goal, you're going to want to kind of hit those last steps um, over and over again. So you're going to want to Keep some sort of accountability partner. They're not going to be as intense as they were during your transformation, but you're going to want some constant check ins, you know, scattered out throughout the year. You might need to readjust your goals uh, to be a little bit, um, you know, so you can continue to grow. You might need to adjust your why, and you are going to want to constantly check in or, uh, or weigh in. So those are the eight steps. I'll say them again. We have step number one, awareness. Step number two, acknowledge. Step number three, accountability. Finding accountability partner who uh, is experienced or knowledgeable and can support you. You want to evaluate your challenges, your goals, your, your problem, how you got there. You want to goal set, Smarty Goals, S-M-A-R-T, which is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time bound, which means set a deadline, and have your strong why. You want to create a plan based off your goals and the support of your accountability partner. You want to put that plan into action, and you want to last step way in those are the keys, my friends, to true transformation. If you found this episode useful, please download and subscribe to our podcast. You can connect with us on Instagram and Facebook. Our account handle is BeWellUnited. Hi, listeners. If you enjoyed that episode, please make sure to download and subscribe to our podcast. You can also connect with us on Instagram and Facebook. Our account handle is Be Well United.